0: I uh, I want to tell you I did something interesting today so
1: there's docket and you wouldn't believe it so the memo I had prepared <laughs> it went in the docket and uh and it went up to the ADM in an hour uh, okay you are now listening to good bad
0: or Bush. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. My name is Crofton Steers. I am the Peter Venkman of this podcast. And with me, as always, my fellow Ghostbusters, I'm talking about uh, Egon It's Egon Spengler. Yeah, that's it. Egon Spengler. Mike Hodgins is the Egon Spengler. That sounds show. about appropriate. And uh, of course, the race dance of this show. I'm talking about Bo Schwartz. Welcome, Bo. Uh, you guys, I think I'm detecting uh, some excellent conversation happening on this phone call. <laughs> if my readings are correct, actually, you know what? I think this might be the most apt intro I have ever done. I'm. You are not. You are not. I'm who you're going to say you are? The charismatic narcissist that is Peter Bankman. Mike is clearly the nerdy scientist that is Egon Spengler, and you are clearly the sort of hapless. Science guy that is racist science guy. Okay, Wh- wouldn't okay. he
1: be who's the other
0: guy? Winston Zeddemore. Yeah, maybe he's Winston. No, he's not Winston. I'd say not Crofton is Winston.
1: Enough.
2: Crofton just look recently. <laughs> well, actually, oh, no. Maybe he's more. Peter. He oh. maybe is more Peter Van because recently uh, Mike uh, is moving. Right, he, he's moving house, and he asked both of us, "Would you like to help?" And Crofton has deflected, and I was like, sure, I'll be right there. I'm kind of overweight, so, you know, put me in a task that me. <laughs> yeah, you suits had a me. whole
1: bunch of caveats with your move. Well, I'm, I'm helping you manage
2: that. my most effective role in the move, and Crofton has been very like, eh. He <laughs> was, wasn't like, I'm
0: sorry, I'm busy. He's like, I don't think I can do it.
2: Well no,
1: he no. had a legit excuse. His
2: mom except
0: except, my mother is going into hip surgery, which you nicely omitted, Bo. What, your... do you
2: need to hold her hips up while she gets the surgery? I'm sure you could go in, provide Actually, the moral support. yeah, I could support.
1: see Crofton being one of those, like, step aside, Doc, I'm going to take over.
2: <laughs> go in, provide moral support, and then be like, all right, while the surgery's going on, I'm going to help my other friend, and then I'll be right back when you wake <laughs> up.
1: Whatever, I think it's a legit excuse. I'm just kidding, Crofton. Remember
2: that Seinfeld
1: episode where jerry becomes friends with what's that baseball player's name and they're talking about moving Joe DiMaggio. no oh it's was like the 90s and he was like i just don't know if we're good enough friends yet to ask him to move or to help him move i don't feel ready yet it was it was pretty good
0: cool. speaking, speaking of uh <laughs> oh wait but
1: more about the moving thing i just wanted yeah. to mention because bo had all these caveats about his helping me move and i appreciated bo it's all happening on saturday big move day and um i can't Beau wait was to like, disappoint <laughs> I'm very tired. I'm very out of shape. I cannot go upstairs, and you're gonna have to like pay that. for Look, my
2: food. I can uh, yeah. go upstairs, but not repeatedly. I will tire quickly. Right,
1: and and, and that was just funny because the other day my dad, so my mom, my, my dad and my mom were gonna give me a hand. My dad was like, "Well, oh, we'll give you a hand, Michael, but well, we can't really go upstairs too much, you know, because that's hard on us." And I was like, "Huh, that's the same thing Bo said." <laughs> my parents are senior citizens, <laughs> and then that made me laugh a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's like,
0: also, you gotta buy us food. Oh uh, man, what do you, I the
2: I look forward to all the judgment about my physical ability. In the prime of
1: your life, and you're like, uh, have the health of a 69-year-old.
2: Well, I'm just not in shape. I I don't have stamina.
0: I can go up a flight of stairs, but not 20 times. That'll tire me. Speaking of things that have stamina, uh, the Agriculture Museum is looking to uh, name its latest bull. And uh, I, I, I thought this was funny. They sent out like a message to Jesse, my wife, Goes on. Uh, it's through Facebook. You can comment and give give a name for the bull. So Jessie goes and she uh, she she comes up with a name and she she comments, but it doesn't immediately appear like it normally does when she makes a comment on Facebook. And she was she was wondering why. And I said, Well, they're probably screening the comments. And Jesse said, Why would they do that? And I said, Well, because it's the internet. And she's <laughs> like, But we're just naming a bull. And uh, (laughs) and, and, and I immediately started thinking about the Internet and her wonderful, beautiful naivete (laughs) uh, and and thought about, like, some guy sitting in his apartment being like, hmm, good name for a bull, Dick Muffin. (laughs) And that's a polite name. Well, didn't they call
2: Um, um, the spaceship, the English one, like uh, Space Dildo or something or Stephen Colbert? No, I think,
1: no, I think aren't you talking about the boat, the British boat where they yeah. called the it Bodie he McBoat,
2: McBoat face?
0: Yeah. Which everyone but loved. Everybody loved, and was at least not offensive. So, you know. I think it was a NASA space
2: satellite that got called Stephen Colbert, and then the executive decisioned it and took it away. But sure, Bodie McBoat, that's also classic troll. But yes, if the internet could run rampant, you know that space dildo, or what'd you call that? Muffin pillow? Uh Dick Muffin is what you said actually. Yeah, it's Would got definitely to start with win. The, so
0: that's the one caveat in there. What name did
2: she it. pick for the bull?
0: Uh wait, don't tell me. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know like what it, thought, it, we don't know what it is. Is it Dorado? <laughs> no, I forget. I don't know. But it was a regular bull name and it wasn't Dick. It wasn't sandwich. like it wasn't like bull
2: balls or something. Like Yeah.
1: I'm surprised in this day and age they don't just call, you know, get some high-paying sponsor and just call it, like, the McDonald's bull. The Scotiabank
2: cow.
0: The (laughs) Scotiabank cow, yeah, exactly. I I like how the McDonald's bull would also infer where it's going afterwards.
1: Yeah, it would just have 100% 100 meat things stamped into its side.
0: Ugh. Speaking of things that have 100% stamped in their side, we've got our 100% diesel-powered random topic generator ready to generate a topic. How about that segue, huh? It
1: changes fuel sources like every couple that episodes. That
2: segue is definitely 100% Bolt. <laughs> All right, so let's, yeah, let's do start projects. it, up. All right, hey, Mike, we're waiting you- on you, buddy. <laughs>
0: No, For a show that has bullshit in our name, that was the first bull anecdote we've ever had.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I it bet was, it won't be the last. It got me thinking we should have one, like a mascot, and have our listener's name, our bull.
0: Who'd take care of it? Uh,
2: let's get Mike,
1: it. Let's call like, it the Nokia bull and see if we can get a sweet sponsorship from
2: Nokia. <laughs> Good better, bullshit brought to you by... <laughs> the Nokia bull. The Nokia bull. <laughs> a bull that we keep in a farm somewhere. Uh, right. Um well
1: the topic today, cuz I almost forgot, mm. that nonsense uh is um credentialism.
0: Credentialism. Credential- that sounds like a made up word.
1: Well, um, I, you know, Croft and all words are made up. They didn't just <laughs> thought, they didn't just come from the ether.
0: Do you do you have a PhD in wordology? Oh my god. <laughs> I just smoked you on that. that it's that's, like that's such an Egon thing it to sounds say. sounds like
1: someone made up that word. It's like, yeah, probably. Probably someone did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are
2: Egon. That is such an, an Egon thing to say. Well done. So,
1: speaking of Egon, what were his credentials? He was some. Wait, you were which is, you were the experimental psychologist. Yeah. that's Those were his credentials. And the other guys had actual, like, science
0: PhDs, yeah. And Winston had no credentials. No, because of the fact that he was just pulled off the street.
1: Yeah, and, and, and that's what this credentialism is about. Like, do you have, you said, do I have a PhD in this or do you have, a, what's your degree in that? Um, do you have a professional certification in accounting or whatever it is? Those are all your credentials.
0: Right. right. So discuss. I don't know. Wait, credentialism <laughs> is what then? Is that like
1: Credentialism is just the idea that you need to have that having credentials proves something about yourself or makes you qualified for something or is valuable or is useful.
0: Well, here here's the thing. There's when it comes to like being uh certified in in anything or receiving the the appropriate training, I think if if somebody told you that they received it, you would think that that's a positive and if somebody said that they didn't, you would probably be like, uh, that's negative and it doesn't necessarily – where people get frustrated is – is they feel that they can do something, they have the knowledge, they have the ability, but they don't have the credentials and therefore are either blocked from doing it or maybe people will choose somebody who do have the credentials to to do a task or to give a job to and all that. And I can understand understand that being frustrating, but at the same time, like where you really, when you start looking at certain jobs, like a surgeon, for instance, do I want somebody who has, who has no credentials doing surgery i mean probably not so, but then it's like a realtor i mean do do i care if they're not a certified realtor or maybe not as much like i don't know i don't know there's a big discrepancy there uh, and i think you start looking at the individual jobs or individual professions or individual credentials and and maybe start asking yourself how much you value them but what's on a case of, by case basis. What's kind
1: of interesting is that, like, because what you know, you use the example of the surgeon, uh, which is like, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, I want I want a surgeon that went to medical school. I'm like, yes, yes, I want that. Uh, but, you know, if I was given the choice of someone, you know, I'm just, just sort of a bit of a hypothetical, but if someone's like, you can choose two surgeons, you got one of them, you went to medical school and he does a sur- surgical placement. He's terrible at surgery and not like not very good. You you know, you might get it done. He might not. This other guy has been doing surgery for 60 years. He kind of didn't get into medical school. He worked all over the world. Excellent surgeon. Like, who would you want? And I'm like, I would be like, I don't know, uh, because one of them might have credentials. And this is just an in theory thing. I don't think it's possible to do surgery probably without cred- credentials. Uh, but. If those two things were true, I would want the person who was the better surgeon regardless of the credentials. And I think that – I mean I think that about a lot of different professions. Like who's going to do it better? And I mean I understand that credentials are a simple way of of judging that because you don't know, right? Like you go to the hospital or whatever it is. Um, go to sell your house and you go look for realtors and be like, somebody's like, oh, I am I have a certification in realty, blah, blah, blah. I've sold 50,000 houses or whatever it is. You might be like, okay, this person seems pretty good. And someone else is just like, yeah, I'll sell your house. And that's it. They got nothing else to back it up. But, you know, in the end, do some, you know, I just wonder, do people kind of use their credentials as a crutch to do maybe subpar work or to let the credentials speak for themselves rather than the work and, you know, maybe they're trying a little less hard because
2: they well, they well, don't I, have to. So, I'm not clear because I think this is on a credential-by-credential credential basis. I think probably it's fair to say no two credentials measure the same depending on what's required to get them. Like, I'm thinking of pilots. They have to, or in the case of Ghostbusters, you know, you have to spend a certain amount of time busting ghosts in an apprenticeship before they let you, you know give you your credential. And so that experience forming part of it, I mean, if someone just does the basics and does their best effort in those 200 hours then proceeds to drink on the job as a pilot, um, then maybe it's not worth anything. And maybe the guy who just learned how to fly in his backyard uh, somehow <laughs> um, is the better pilot and the one you want and the credential is sort of meaningless. Like I think the value of a credential is contingent on the quality of of, of of the the bars set in place to get it. Is that, does that seem fair that we can't paint them all with a broad brush Well, I think that
1: that is true. It's like, because for sure there is this, this spectrum of people who have credentials and are excellent at their job. Yeah. And for sure there are people who have credentials and aren't really good at their job because we all know people in any profession who kind of just coast along, but they might have the credentials. And I certainly know people in all kinds of fields who are good at a lot of stuff, but have no credentials. And and oftentimes, I actually uh, I've used this before because I I've worked in the government, which is a credential heavy place. Like if you you basically you want to move up a certain level, you got to have a master's degree. Probably you want to get into management. You want to go high. You got to get an MBA, which I consider like the most bullshitty credential there is. But I talk with people in there, and I thought about I actually thought about you, Bo, who've been a manager. But you are credential light. You don't have a lot of...
2: Um, I have a high school credential.
1: <laughs> right. There you go. And so you, you, they would say, but I've thought of you as someone who's actually sure. a really intelligent person, really capable of learning things and being really detail-oriented and getting the broad strokes. I think you're a smart, really competent person. But lack of credentials would preclude you from doing all kinds of jobs, which...
2: Sure. Frankly, I never finished you would
1: find very, very
2: easy. I did have the capacity for university, but I never finished it. Well, and it's so, funny because yeah.
1: well we maybe we should just do this, Like, so so Bo, you you have the the high school. I've got uh I've got a university bachelor's degree and a couple of college degrees for whatever the hell those are worth. And the university one I only got for the the credential. I didn't do it for any other reason. I felt like I'm a competent person and uh I, I don't feel like I have anything to prove intellectually. I didn't feel the drive or need to go to university, but I did it because there was barriers set up around credentials that people would be like, they won't even they won't even talk to you uh, to get a job, even if you're a really a competent, intelligent person, because they need to see the piece of paper. And and then Crofton, you have some credentials.
0: Yeah, I have I also have a bachelor's and I've taken certain courses as well outside of that. I, I would say like just, just jumping on that, and, and not to like, what, we work in a government town. So what that means is 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 it means that the employer, the main employer, the government, owes it to the people that it's hiring to be uniform, fair, and transparent and open in the way that it hires. So it's got to have barometers for for its hiring practices. And one of the things that credentials allows for is set set barometer. Uh, and and you have that you have that at all levels, depending on what the job is or whatever. But but if you it it, it indicates a credential indicates two things to me. It indicates that you have the knowledge um, and the ability of at at a certain point, whatever that is, like a a, a bachelor's of science or who who knows. Um, the on the other hand, it also demonstrates that you have the the drive and willingness to get it because it's not easy it's not easy to get these things they're not no. just given out yeah. they require a certain amount of effort time energy money people work jobs to to get you know to get degrees they they take out loans and they have to repay them and all that sort of stuff so there's a certain amount of drive there that is involved and so that barometer when when you're like you need a university degree to get this job maybe you could do the job without a university degree possibly Tons of people could, but at least it provides a fair barrier of entry. It means that they can say that with certainty their candidates are able to perform to a certain level and have a certain amount of drive. So I can understand why you would why you would use like credentials when you're hiring in giant broad swaths like the government is you're not it once you get down to a certain specific job maybe you're a small business or a certain employer you just want the perfect person and you don't have to worry about being fair or or whatever or being uniform you can just you can look past credentials if you if you so choose but it does make it easier to filter when you're getting giant swaths of cvs or resumes and stuff like that down to the people who have who have put in the you know time energy and effort to get a certification
1: Think- that's definitely a fair point. I mean, like, cause it, again, it comes down it, it really is uh, a good way of, of, of judging people without knowing them. And I think that that's ultimately what credentialism is all about. Uh, but I, I also think of another example of somebody we, we all know or have known, uh, old friend of Bo and I's in particular, Nick Lynch, this guy, Nick Lynch that we knew in high school who was like, like one of these computer programming genius guys. And then I believe he just went to college and started to do computer programming and got a placement and then the the employer was like you know more than anyone here just quit school and work here and I think and he did and that's it and he just because sometimes it's like and then you like so should That's he- what happened
0: with my brother in bungee jump like he runs the bungee site and, and and does all the bungee stuff he was he doesn't even have a college degree i think he was talked out of uh, continuing it by the by the and has been at that's uh, not just the bungee site but high up in that com- that company for years and what's so what's is
1: interesting about that is i mean and yeah there are situations where your your talent or aptitude for a certain job somebody sees it and Is able to say, you know what, you you, you can work. You're a value. You're an asset. Come on in here. You don't need your credentials. But the thing is, is that you know, and you're saying it, it's a good way to judge broadly. But uh, I've been in university, and there's a lot of people in university who are not so bright, but but can get through it. And there are a lot of people in university who are very bright. Obviously, you know, obviously. Uh, but so I guess what I'm saying is, you you can get credentials. Um, you can get them. And still kind of like be not that great at it because at this point where we are, everyone kind of tries to get some kind of credentials. Like-
0: but, but even in that example, Hodgins, the, the floor for the person that has credentials, there might be people who are not that bright. I, I get it. But the people that don't have credentials, their floor is even lower. Like there, there's people who don't have credentials that are complete. Like there are great people that don't have credentials, but there are people that have no credentials that are com- You know, um, completely useless You know, and so I it, it, that's again, it's a it little said mean it, though. No, it's it's true. There are people out there that are like, they could be, you know, mentally handicapped, they could have, there's all sorts of, there's (laughs) all sorts of issues that would potentially prevent you from getting a credential, some of them legitimate. And but but like, I'm just saying, if you look at the ceiling and the floor of somebody that has credentials, and someone that doesn't, maybe the ceiling would be similar. But the floor is going to be is going to be lower for someone that doesn't have credentials. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying that it's it's, it it's true like if you compare people who have a degree in anything to somebody who doesn't have a degree even even the the, the slowest person getting that degree there is there is this their their floor is going to be higher there's work required there like even the easiest degrees to get i mean there it's more than
1: just work though and that's and this often comes up you hear it a lot where it's also just privilege and it used to be course. and it used to be that was even more the case it was like you know, you're rich kid. I think of the states in particular. Rich kid, you go to Harvard. Your dad went. Your dad's a Yale man. Now you go. You get into Yale, and if you got the money, you just do that. You can just go to an Ivy League institution, or or and it's a bit more accessible here in Canada, and becoming more so. I feel like, you know, that's always moving in a direction of access to tuition, but the debt load. Um, So either you have to take on a crippling debt load, and these days when they talk about millennials and how much their job prospects, which are not good, but you're asking people to take on – massive debt levels to go to university to get some kind of piece of paper so that someone could get you a job which you might have like i'm always peeved about this because when i think of the jobs that the various jobs i've done in the government and i think about my university degree and think that the two have nothing to do with each other the the one of them that i spent thousands of dollars getting uh didn't really you know i i learned some stuff in university but i don't feel like it made me a more intelligent person uh it's and, and it didn't really make my, my work ethic was already there. Uh, it just made me pay down debt for a number of years and have to work like a madman for a number of years. And you might be like, yeah, that's good. It shows you, you know, you did it, you put in the effort, but like I had that already and – and it just it just basically made my life tougher for a couple of years and and I mean I was lucky I was lucky as able to pay off my debt and in Canada our tuition is much more affordable than in some other countries so it's like not everyone can go to university not everyone can get the credentials uh i mean that's getting better all the time
0: but- Okay, I like just to re- retort to that. That's all that's all well and good and, I, and it's good points. It's just it's just my, I I think my point about the floor stands and you're you're talking on behalf of somebody who's trying to get a job but if you're looking as the employer who's trying to hire, you know, the fact that you have to go to more lengths or take on increased debt to make yourself, you know, an, an appealing candidate, even though you personally feel like you could have done the job either way, isn't as much their concern as being able to screen uh, all these people out and give them, you know, what would be considered a fair shot now, I understand it's not a fair shot because of the costs involved, especially you see in the United States, and those are all good those are all good points. I do think though that like no matter which way you cut it, even if somebody's paying for your entire university, like you aside from corrupt institutions of which there are some for sure, um you have to be putting in a certain amount of t- your time and your effort towards getting a credential and so like by having that as a baseline for hiring people it makes it, it it just makes it easier for the employers and they're the ones offering the job they're giving they're giving you you want something from them so you have to make your you know yourself appealing even if it doesn't necessarily mean that that you're able to do the job any better than you were before and that's I can understand how that's frustrating being on, on the applicant side. But from the employer side, they just want to be able to hire fast and with a certain amount of peace of mind. And um, the peace of mind comes sometimes from these degrees, right?
1: But man, like th- that whole thing irritates me so much because, again, the employer and, and you know, we talk about the government. But it's like oftentimes we're talking big corporations. These are the the bodies which have the power in society and for them it's pretty flippant in some ways to say like oh we have too many applicants uh it's a it's a real hr strain to go through them let's just say we need requirements we want a master's degree so th- then they can just it's and in cost. some ways just,
0: just that imp- hr strain is a cost right R- right for the, for the business right, exactly the, but i mean, it's I mean not and like- it's
1: trying to look at this from the i i always think of it from the perspective of the person so because right now like you talk about that floor and ceiling and your points are true and I don't really disagree with them. It's just that like, you know, the bachelor's degree of 20, 30 years ago is a master's degree. Like you need a master's degree now basically to get what a bachelor's got you 20, 30 years ago. And, and really like a a PhD is what some people are, are, are going to, which if you look at academics and how, what a PhD, I know a couple of people going through a PhD, it's, it's interesting and useful work. It's good that people follow PhDs, but they shouldn't do them for jobs. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's a research based. It's 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 highly academic, highly narrow, uh, and it's great that we have people that pursue academics, but you shouldn't need to do that because Microsoft wants to hire based on a, a, a that, you know? Like, that, that's arbitrary. I'm not saying, micro, I don't know what their policies are, or whatever, but... I just feel like it's dri- it's driving educational institutions to well, like cater to business interests like what are they after and making the individual like all of us have to like cripple ourselves financially in order to just make them look at us like we're so we we're, it's, it's such a backward power dynamic where it's like you have no power until you invest all this money jump through all these hoops And and so then that's how I feel what it is. It's like, can you prove that you can jump through hoops? Like I'm a very anti-bureaucratic person and I feel like sometimes going through all these things just proves that you can follow rules. You can do what you're told, uh, play ball well. So here's a a job for you. Here's your little, your pittance. Now you can kind of pay off your debt for the next three years.
2: From a perspective of looking at our community, which is quite large and where we often feel, um, well, it's not my problem. Like this is the world I was born into. I'm just gonna worry about my area if you take- if you don't go that way and you look at it at large, we're all a community. We all pitch in and help in some way, shape, or form, and we take care of the people who can't. It is a community as long as you abide by the tenets of you know the the agreed upon within the community and and so the idea is with jobs is that. You have an opportunity to say, "Well, I want to do this, or I want to do that, or I want to do this," and then specialize into it. The problem with investing from a from a worker point of view is that we've soon discovered: a nobody wants to work the same job for thirty five years. Nobody wants to. Many of us do. Nobody wants to. And the fact employers is, want you to. <laughs> well, but the fact is that you know we talk about work work life balance is a big thing. Work balance is a big thing. I mean, even if your role in life is to dig ditches for the neck the, the, your di- ditch digger you should be able to use your physical prowess or whatever you learned in a different capacity at the very least like every few years something like like you want to do that for 35 years yet many people work in the same roles it's incredibly um, not dehumanizing but it's demoralizing i think from a life lived to just not have different experience work experiences let alone other experiences and so we often whether you're credentialed or not you get pigeonholed. So if you go and get a law degree, well, you're not necessarily going to be a lawyer. They can actually do a lot, but generally speaking, you have a set of paths before you to, to leverage all that time and money you invested. Like if you go to become a doctor, don't open a popsicle stand. Like, why did you bother becoming? You know, like and and there's a big sense of like people don't go to you. Kids don't go to university knowing what it is they want to do with their lives right at the beginning. And so credentialism for many of us are we decided something in our 20s. And so that's what we're, like, even if I got my degree, my degrees in drama. I don't think I'd even want to work in the theater, even though I'm very happy to have been educated in it. So assuming I did have it, it doesn't, it's a stretch for a lot of things that I might be interested, a lot of creative endeavors that I might be interested in. But it's what I was interested in learning when the proposition of school came up. So, so from the, from from that perspective, I think like credentialism. Also, the the tenet is we want to get everyone a job. So, pick in your twenties, pick in your teens, what direction you're gonna head into, and then that's how you're gonna contribute to our larger community is by being a, a tax man, by being a numbers man, an accountant, or a realtor, or or I don't know, a philosophy it's- major, and and you'll write books that'll contribute to society, like. And it's very that's very much what credentialism does is that it defines you briefly, not only for applying for jobs, but remember that a lot of what goes into, like if you work for a business and you're selling yourself or you're selling it to your superiors about doing a thing, you also want to be able to quickly communicate that you've got the best people on the job. And this guy has an MBA, sounds better than, no, I talked to this guy and he really knows his stuff and I've seen some, like it's just a longer explanation. I have to justify somebody who's, let's say, street smart or has the work experience versus who's just credentialed uh,
0: yeah I, bo you make some good points there and definitely like i understand the whole concept of wanting to change jobs there's nothing of obviously that says that if you have a credential in something you you can't change jobs but like you said if you put in the time to become a, a job like a lawyer or a or or a medical professional then you know it's likely you're going to at least kick around that field your entire career and like I'm in communications but I've worked like a bunch of jobs and at a bunch of different places if I had to stay at the same place doing the same thing for 35 years I probably wouldn't like it um that that said like but you, I also but,
1: but look your wait, come back to you crowd your your credentials at this point are pretty tightly in the communications field. And you say you've worked a bunch of different jobs, but they've, they've all been within the communications realm, and it seems like you know, you're good at that, and, and you now have uh, a credentialed CV where you have all this experience and stuff like that. If you wanted to do something that wasn't in the communications field uh, or, or that wasn't arm's length related to it, if you, if all of a sudden you
2: were like, you "Oh, I really want to do this," you wanted, you'd have let's a say, hard time. Let's say you wanted to be uh, in tax accounting, you wanted to play with numbers. You yeah. just had a hard. Well, I would like you're our c- friend
0: Breck recently just you're, decided you're, he wanted to be a lawyer and went through the whole process at an older age than a lot of people do, and and you know became a lawyer. And I do think, to a certain extent, that the if if it's easy to get a credential, that to a certain extent you're going to get maybe less driven people that want you know yes i'm comfortable in communications yes this is really all i'm interested in right now in terms of like any anything that i'd want to do uh, other than what i do is some sort of spin off of communications in one way and so i do think that people at least a field will stay in it their entire career and be continually interested in it in their ent- entire well, career it's, it's- i don't i don't think people will single individual jobs uh, that's different, but just I think we're getting off topic with regards to that. Credentialism is a term I don't I don't like, um, and that's why I, I use the term made up word. But like I you know I, I credentials. If we're talking about credentials, that means something different than to me than credentialism. Well, I think credentialism
1: Credential- is the society which values credentials.
0: I I think or a- I mean, well, like I mean. Credentialism is 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 a word that infers a negative is, is what it is. It's like uh, you know, like we're, whereas credentials are a thing that we would we it, it's there's no editorializing there so because i don't like the concept of people that be like that that, that would you know that the snooty country club image of the individual who's like oh do they have their phd if not don't invite them to this party you know like i mean that that the the judging people being like oh he doesn't have this degree well then i think less of him is a human being or or but, you know But that's the, what it is that,
1: I mean, no, you say that it's not, well, no, it's not like wait wait, it's not wait, wait. No, no
0: no, let me clarify because it isn't
2: about villainous people and about a pejorative statement for credentialism. It's what we it's how we indirectly treat people. Like you might say, I'm a I got nothing against poor people. I got nothing against people in need. but by not donating and not doing anything to help them in your life, you're not proactively assisting them. And if everyone does that, the society effectively does that. Even though everyone gets to go home feeling good about themselves because they're not going home and taking a pee on a homeless person. It, like so, so credentialism. The argument against credentialism is not that, oh, we're in communications. This guy has a high school diploma. Thinks because he has a WordPress website, he can be in communications. When maybe he could, but the world like, and and as much as there's also legit credentials, your work history is part of your credentials as well. Like. My history is, like, I've done a lot of customer service stuff because I'm really good with people. I, it's not what I want to do. I just want to do cool shit. I don't want to be a dentist or be a thing. I don't want to be anything. But I'd like to do some cool stuff. But when it approaches but when you I do, see,
0: You do want to be when stuff. When I see like cool... You're, you're, un, you're underselling yourself. stuff. You'd like I to see, be a podcaster. No, no.
2: But when I see cool stuff, because I'm applying for work, I don't want to be where I am. Everything requires things I don't have. I'm like, there's an animation studio in town. Love to... Be a part of that. There is nothing I can do for them where I'm not legitimately fighting such an uphill battle that I can be a part of that enterprise. Well, for and example. and
1: it's funny because that's kind of like putting your finger on it because with so many jobs. And I think of someone like you now. I know you, and I'm I, I'm biased because I think you're a smart and competent person. And it'd be like it's unfortunate because you would have a lot to offer. A lot of employers. I have
0: a pretty and solid work
2: ethic too, which there's no yeah, certification
0: but, for. Right. but, but is, I, go, you, I just want to finish. Could, well, all right. Go. I would
1: say to because, but then to echo Crofton's thing, which is really valid points, is if you're the employer, how would you know? And 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 it's like. Or, if so-
0: why doesn't he have why doesn't he have the drive to go out there and get a certification if he really wants to work here and he knows what's needed why doesn't he because go Because I, and I get don't it? want
2: to be an animator for 25 years necessarily it, and it's also, like I just I'm like the like,
0: experience of working
2: and, you and then why
0: would I get you when I could get somebody that that's does the want to point be an animator is that we all think that years. way and
2: we don't need to it's yeah, not required like, to be that way I think that's where I'm I'm sort of saying like yes I get everyone has their selfish needs it's a market is the like, jobs are like capital goods in the market like they if are. No one wants to buy you. You have no. You hold no value. So why would we give you a salary?
1: Right, and it's a, and it's a way to like you, you turn yourself into a commodity when you get in the game of credentialisms. You say I'm this product now. Buy me, please. Uh, and, and that problem is that you might be like like what Bo says, and I totally agree. I don't want to be that product. So like uh, like you Crofton, I mean I I have a degree in communications, and I got it because I had a diploma in like journalism and script writing. So it was in the same wheelhouse of stuff. So I got it because it was easier to get. But these days, like you said, like I'm moving soon and I basically rebuilt a house and I've done all this work in the trades. Like I've, I've done, I've plumbed a whole bunch of house. And recently I was thinking like, you know what? I like doing this. Uh, I should just, you know, I could get into plumbing. Like I've done a lot of plumbing. I like it. I'm pretty good at it. You know, I've, I've done it to good levels. I've researched it a lot. I look into it. If I want to become a plumber, I go to apprentice for like seven years And to get to get in to be so because I mean, I could go and replumb your whole house would be fine, but I don't have the credentials. It might be illegal from an insurance point of view for you to hire me because I don't have the papers. Now I could you could say like, well, why don't you go do that seven years? You're still in your middle age. You could do that because I'm like I like a lot of stuff. If I spend 7 years just to get up to kind of the entry level pay grade of a of a full, you know, paper licensed plumber, at that point I might be like, yeah, I, I like plumbing okay, but I'm no, I'm more interested in this other thing or whatever. And and credentialism kind of ensures cuz cuz you said why wouldn't you do that? And I say because it's crippling. Like 7 years to do something
0: yeah, credentialism again, you're editorializing it by, by saying credentialism like credentials are what we're talking about. Yes, and cr- it's not like it it it's, no credentialism is is saying like uh is saying like, oh, you know, people who only judge people based on their credentials, essentially. Which is not like not that in certain contexts credentials are used as barometers and barriers of entry. And like I mean you guys have spent a lot of time talking about these things, about these issues like becoming a commodity and all that sort of thing. And like, yes, there's a big lot of talk about you know being your being a brand, making yourself you know valuable. And and part of part of what you're railing against is the capitalist nature of our society. And and within that, giving yourself individual power, be it by certifying yourself or branding yourself uh, through social media or other efforts, is is part of yes playing the game to a certain extent and you don't necessarily have to have to like it but in terms of in terms of credentials Getting getting credentials like you, I, I return to examples like m- most examples like the surgeon or 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 the lawyer. I want to shit on lawyers. I really do. I hate lawyers. But the bottom line is that as long as the legal codes exist, or, or as long as tax laws is as complicated as it is, you know they're they're needed. And, and having that certification to me gives me a certain amount of peace of mind in in dealing with them, and it gives employers a certain. Uh, peace of mind in hiring them and like again i think that if you look at yourself and you say like in reality if i'm going into a hospital and i i need an operation do i want somebody who went to medical school on, on paper knowing nothing else about them the only thing i know is one of them went to medical school and the other one didn't that's all i know well then i i Ten times out of ten, I'm going to take the one that I know went to medical school. And like, yes, that other one might be a fucking prodigy that went around the world doing underground surgery and is amazing. But odds are not, OK? The sea, yeah, the, I mean, the and floor when, and, is way lower.
1: And when the example is like surgery, it's very easy to be like, oh, yes. I know. And I'm when the we-
0: example is, is – some of the examples you're provided, it's right, easier but, to, to do that. You but know, those are fraud. Those are fraught
1: with bullshit. Like I would say refer back to our episode on lawyers where we talked about like you said uh, how complicated tax law is and how difficult it is to be a lawyer. But a lot of that is creation of lawyers. And it's the same with even stuff like plumbing and electrical stuff. Like those are all highly – essentially they're, they're the products of guilds. You know, from way back in the day where you had your craftsmen guilds and to get in the guild you had to know someone and you to your, do your journeyman apprenticeship for all these years paying your dues because
0: they control the market. That and, may be so, but if I was right. Like being arrested and put on trial for murder, I would still want a lawyer, and I still wouldn't want to represent myself or get somebody who's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I read all the books, you know. Don't worry, put me in, coach." Like, I mean, I understand that there's a history behind the reason why we're at where we're at, but bottom line is, in today's society, I see what the purpose of credentials. Well, are. but
1: it's but it's more than just like I know you're painting this one way, but again, like the lawyer, lawyer example. <laughs>
0: You're it, painting it
1: one way. Well, I'm no, just yeah, I am painting. I am painting it one way, <laughs> and you're painting it the other way in a simplistic manner, like things like like water. <laughs> and You're painting it in a
0: simplistic
2: manner. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I agree. On the other hand, oh, at Me and you're saying you oh, said I'm so painting it one way, and you're painting it another way in a simplistic That's manner.
1: That's what you said. Yeah, I'm also
2: painting it in a simplistic.
1: manner. He matter. meant I, both.
2: I, he meant his. I'm not his, uh, his qualifier yeah, for both okay, of his okay, your contributions.
1: Right. Um, now I've completely lost my point. Which oh yeah, which was again. So the thing about credentials, like like we talk about lawyers, and they're a great. Case to pick on realtors being another because you have to get in with them too. You can't just go and be a realtor. Uh, when when the average um, when the average cost of of a lawyer is three hundred fifty dollars an hour up to eight hundred dollars an hour, and that's a load of shit. But I mean, but it exists because. Uh, because of the system that, well, they've paid their dues, they've gone in, uh, into debt for so many years, and they control the system. And you can't practice law unless you've jumped through those hoops too. So they can charge you an arm, and a, an arm and a leg, and so can a plumber, and so can anyone else who's got those credentials. Whether or not someone else could do the job just as well, and it just kind of like it's a spy, it's a circle of like of like everyone taking everyone for what they got. And when we talked about the lawyer, when we were like, this is a cabal, this is a bunch of you know that was a lot of the stuff that came up and a lot of credentialism is it isn't all and i mean your points are taken i mean we're having a good discussion here because i agree with a lot of what you're saying i'm not, I, i'm but i you know the, the other side of it is also poignant to me, uh, being that I am someone who has very varied interest and seeming like it's so uphill. Like I went back to university at an older age. I was what, 27 or something like that. And I don't know if you've done that, but you, you, I think you, you went more or less straight through. But it's hard to go back when you've been out for five years and you're like, I'm starting over You're in again doing that stuff, and I feel like I could do that again now, but I'm like, God, you know, I'm 37 years old. Like, I can't go back to university again even though there's other things I'm interested in. I just like I can't do that. I can't take on 50 grand of debt and go back to entry level in another field, and I know that's the way the world is, but it's also kind of like I'm good at a lot of stuff, but credentialism just makes it such Mm -hmm. that the barrier of entry, it's like – and I, Bo made this point. I thought it's a very interesting one. It's like you have to basically decide when you're in high school. And it's like I didn't know shit about myself when I was in high school. I I only figured out who I am in the last like couple of years uh, and would have made much better decisions in my 30s about what I would have done with my life. But it's kind of like – I hate to say it, it's too late for that now. And I mean I've, I've got a pretty good life and no reason to complain. But to say to like high school students, okay – where are you going? Because that's where you're going to wind up in 30 years. So choose right. And and there's a lot of work that goes into that in high school. But man, I don't think it's really fair to put that on someone
2: at that age where they got a lot of other crap going on. Well, when else are they going to make it, though, just because of the finite nature of our lives? I think oh. that's probably a very difficult thing. But but the point is made that the it's very difficult to be mobile mobile in this highly mobile age we live in, in terms of The things that we can, the types of flexibility we expect from all other facets of life, Uh, the job one is one where you kind of get stuck and like, or you get stuck on the outside as as I find. Um, there there was one other part about credentialism because we've focused a lot on jobs, which I think makes sense, but credentials also affect other parts of our lives, like the one you hear all the time: How did that person? How did X person get a driver's license? Like, it's a credential. I see it, it on is, job applications. Sure. Sometimes you it's have to produce point. a, you know, there are just basic human things that we have to have certifications for that see it like, and this is where this is where the conversation about credentials comes in is that it seems useless and pointless. And why do we have it? Because it's not ensuring against, Use oh we'll take it away if they kill somebody with their motorized
0: vehicle for example but, like but it is, you it know is an interesting point Bo like because I thought I find it's a microcosm for everything again it's like um, there's I got a cert- certification with Mike for scuba diving there's one for you know yeah, the driver's license is a good example and the idea is just because you have a driver's license does not mean by any means that you are a good driver however. It does mean that you have been instructed in driving and you have passed a road test. That's what it means. (laughs) At some point. A very not stringent road test. (laughs) Your scuba
1: diving example is an interesting one because I'm like, man, do not get me to take you scuba diving. You might die.
0: So so the base – again, the floor to – like I meet someone who doesn't have a driver's license. I meet someone who does have a driver's license. All it infers to me is that the floor on the person with the driver's license is going to be much higher than the – likely than the floor on the person who doesn't have a driver's license. Does that mean the person without the driver's license cannot drive? No. Possibly the person with it, without the driver's license is a very good driver and just never got their driver's license. How but many, again, if I'm getting in a car and somebody's like, "I don't have my driver's license," I am not going to be relieved by that proposition. In fact, if they're like, if they're like, "Here's my driver's license" or whatever, then then I I totally it, it, it comforts me a lot more. But that that made me think right off. Bo, your example and mentioning the driver's license made me think of taxi licenses. And how how this this sort of battle with Uber is going and all this and essentially the license there is is different because it's a credential. I'm certified and and I guess it inferred that they had gone through different security checks and and they you were safe to travel with them as opposed to like just some rando who would pick you up in your car, but like. Like with with the way the Uber and the Lyft business model has gone, I'm just like, yeah. Does it, w- what does that taxi credential mean to me now? And there's all talk about how it's lost a tremendous amount of value in Lester So I, I can see it's a good point. There are credentials for other things that we wouldn't necessarily think and of being kind of outside the, the taxi. Pr- the one's an stuff.
1: interesting one because it was also one that was like you know like uh, unions and the trades and stuff that was highly controlled by a. Uh, You had to pay – you had to buy a a taxi plate and it cost X amount of money. And essentially Uber just came in and pulled the rug out from under everyone in the same way that Airbnb does uh, where it's like, hey, everyone has a room. You know, like the the hospitality industry is highly regulated. You have to have your – you know, a hotel has to have all kinds of credentials to be able to rent rooms but Airbnb doesn't. Uh, and it's just sort of like – and some some people have said like, this is the democratization of certain aspects of labor taking – and what they've done is take the credentialism out of it and saying like you don't need to have paid $300,000 for a taxi license. Uh, our taxi plate to be a taxi driver you have a car you can drive it here's a platform that
0: lets you do that and i'm sure there's it's, all- but it's it's also partly due to the fact that social media uh, cell phones all that sort of stuff have allowed them to provide services that that were weren't able to be provided before like right
1: and, it, and i would just say the exact same type of thing and how does uber work you know you rate your driver was this a bad ride a good ride that person's reputation then starts to become their credential based on actual performance of a task not did they have the license uh, we've all been in a taxi cab i'm sure and been like how is this person how is this person a taxi driver <laughs> i've certainly been in lots of those and i feel like the same could be true of all kinds of things like trades and stuff like that because there's lots of tradesmen out there who have their papers have their their ticket or whatever the hell they call it and do kinds of work and people are like they're terrible they've ruined my house or whatever uh and then you know but i feel like social media to some extent will end up changing credentialism as airbnb and uber yeah. have pointed out that when you can just rate the people who do work and you know maybe careers will take that will take that on you know as it goes on like someone like bo who 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 do, who's been really successful at, at some of the jobs he's had will all of a sudden have, like, you know, these just reviews of from employers or whoever being like, this guy is great, blah, 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 and that will serve to be, like, an actual judgment of performance done we, as opposed no, to reliance but, on, like, you went to university 20 years ago, so here's a bunch of money.
0: But reference and, letters still exist. like right yeah, they do, but stuff, they're, they're
1: but, slow, they're old, it's the old-school way of doing things, re- and if you could have, like, a live, like, you know, tech technology-based platform to do that
2: realistically the credentials the quickest way to cut people if you put out a job and you get more than 10 cvs and you need to cut it down to the ones you really want to you can't read if you get 200 cvs for a job you're not reading all 200 so you're saying well who are the one with the credentials because that's the first easy thing to cut is we asked for a ba in uh, economics who how many people have it oh 20 that's ample to review put the rest aside. yeah but, uh, so, but uh, like,
1: i guess my only point was it maybe it to be in the future where you'll have 200 resumes and then you have this, like, universal rating system where you're like, hey, I got 20 people that got, like, everyone they've worked for has been, like, five stars. This person's the best. And that's where you go instead of someone who might have, like, an arm load of credentials and it's, nobody's thought sounds, they've been useful at their job. That, like, And I've worked with people in the government like that who kind of, like, have had PhDs and people have been like, yeah, they're kind of, well, you know. This is, this
2: is the point I want to make about credentialism. And before we get into verdicts, I want to bring this up is that. We overvalue in our minds what credentialism means. It means something very specific in every case, but it's different. You know, with the pilot, maybe. I don't know what the pilot's license is like, but they've flown some. They've received a specific set of training based on the organization, the issuer. The driver's license, all it just says is you passed a road test and you listen to somebody drone on in your teens, and so you got it. Like, it means different things. And in every case, it doesn't mean you're a good employee in any situation. You might be a good employee in a highly driven financial sense, like work hard. You might be good in a place that values social aspects, unless the analytic and different roles and cultures have different, like it doesn't, doesn't give you anything on the personality front. You could be the most certified person for the job, but be a bad fit because you're a person that likes to communicate and everyone at that job doesn't like communicating. They just like getting their work done and, and, and doing their things and, and don't like that. Like it, culture and also just your personal ethics and the way you don't factor into a lot of these things. And so I think with a certain some um certifications like being a doctor it's it's the doctor can still be a shitty human being. Like it it doesn't it doesn't mean like yes they take the hippocratic oath time and again they it it doesn't prove out that it means that they're that they're necessarily good because they have the certification. So I think Generally speaking, we overvalue it. And part of the reason for that, I know, is that, look, let's say um, uh, we're podcasters. Let's say we're going to start an organization to give licenses to podcasters. So podcasters, because there's so many on the iTunes store, there's so much spam, we're going to certify podcasters. And so they're going to go through a training program to make sure, you know, they don't breathe with their nose in the mic like I do (laughs) sometimes or, or tap on my keyboard and you can hear it. That when you get a certification from this Podcaster Academy, you can know that the show will have none of these things and be a professional outing. So let's say we're successful. We start making money. Organizations that start making money also seek to preserve itself because in the government, nonprofit entities, any kind of entity is self self preserves. That means they want to continue getting money, they want to continue getting more money, they find reasons to add more value. And that's why you have these giant, like the the taxi license thing just seems like a cartel or something. Like it's just, it's self-perpetuating. It's not, it's no longer there to ensure you get a good driver. It's just there because it's there. Because it doesn't want to die. Because no organism, like living or organizational in the human way, ever decides it's going to die. It, it, it's always acting in its own self-interest, and and so these bodies that issue credentials do the same, and that's why when something like Uber comes along and kills it, it's shocking. It's horrifying. <laughs> just like if you saw someone get shot in the street, I mean, Uber just basically took out a giant machine gun, stuck it to the taxi industry's head, and started firing its entire magazine into it. <laughs> and so, anyways, that, that's a long tie right about about. Oh,
1: it's it's it is it is interesting points like the whole institutional preservation is something which exists in. I think it's a really interesting point because it exists in all kinds of institutions, religions, bureaucracies, all companies. They it's really interesting how they just yeah. So in our podcaster m- in our podcaster example, existence.
2: eventually in in fifty years and we've made a lot of money, but it looks like we're under threat from the hive mind broadcasts. You know, that'll, it'll be, it'll be bad, but we'll be trying to make our money saying, no, our podcaster certification is good. But meanwhile, everyone's got a certification because we give it to everybody because we like getting those millions of dollars. I do think and all it,
0: organizations are kind of, you know, there's a lot of organizations that are in the business of self-preservation and stuff. And for sure that plays a part on some of the uh, certifications, but others are just like, you need to be informed in certain things to do certain things and I mean, like, and then you get a certificate that indicates that you did that. That's and I go what back the, that's to the surgery. The Illuminati, Illuminati wants the you sur- to believe. <laughs> I go back to the surgery example, and like, you know, like, there's some maybe at a certain point there, there's bogus and dumb certifications, but like, I mean, there's some really good ones as well and important. There, ones There as are, well.
1: but but again, this is the the kind of interesting is the devaluing of it, like, which I would agree that a BA. It's highly devalued credential these days. It's like it's
2: like the high school diploma. I mean, like
1: yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's not very All valuable right. anymore. All right. Well,
2: let's yeah. wrap. Let's, let's get into verdicts because we're we're running along, this- and I'm sure listeners are interested. There is suspense about what we're gonna say on these things. So just
0: let's... one, one last thing before uh-huh. okay. uh, before verdicts um, is I I just want to indicate that uh, before I give my verdict that I I have not not disliked a title as much as I dislike the title of this ep- this topic more than any that we've done on this show. I mm. looked it up. I looked it up on the web. And it's so credentialism is a noun. It's the belief in or reliance on academic or other formal qualifications as the best measure of a person's intelligence or ability to do a particular job. Hey, that sounds like your whole talk this whole time. So, so it's it's essentially I'm talking about credentials or want to talk about credentials, which are – Academic or other formal qualifications, but this is an editorialized topic, which is the belief in or reliance on. I'm not going to read it again, but, but that's you get the it.
1: whole basis <laughs> of everything
0: we talked about. It's true. So, it's exactly what you've been saying. So, so <laughs> uh, are you are you done in here? I'm just I'm just saying other topics we do on the show are not editorialized. So my verdict is going to be based on this show, not yeah. editorialized. <laughs> the the, the name, whole the show is editorial. Topics. You're purposely not listening to what I'm saying. The name of the topics. Are either are very clear. Pesticides is not editorialized. In credentialism is editorialized. No, it's, an, it's, a,
1: it's a concept. You're no, just inferring something in that title because I didn't see that, but you think I of it as a, the as a definition, negative, which it's, I felt was like exactly your argument the whole time. It was like it felt like a textbook summation of everything you've said. That thing, credentialism
0: is believe in or reliant on academic or other formal qualifications I don't believe in or rely on Yes academic.
1: you just said that it's the best way for employers to hire people that it's a super useful way. you said everything so, you said was well, like that exactly
0: I didn't say it was the best way for employers to hire people you're putting words in my mouth I say? said that it's I back. said that it's a useful manner to screen CVs that's when you exactly get That's I mean. okay, exactly there's a big difference between that and saying that's the best way to hire people I'm sorry. It's well, it doesn't it's need close. to be the best. I said it wasn't the best is way, it, but you seem to – you look, were like – It's been close it to being the doesn't same doesn't thing. doesn't need to be One, the best. One is a useful tool to screening CVs. The other is the absolute best way to hire people. Like I'm sorry. They're not the same thing. I don't. I wouldn't
2: it's, take it as verbatim that it, the best needs to be part of it. I just think that it's of value. I think maybe when they write the best measure – like so so you don't believe in credentialism if you think As it's the second what? wait a like, second if you, you you don't believe in credentialism if you think qualifications are the second best way to determine a person's value I still think you believe in credentialism I don't think just the best way like I think that's very narrow fence posts to
1: And I think if you'd say and I and if a better that. way is to not rely on credentials like I feel like it's still anyways
2: Okay, let's let's deliver verdict. verdicts
0: and we'll stop. I, don't, I I believe in credentials, but I don't necessarily believe in credentialism. That's what okay. I'm talking. All right. About. He, he, what he's trying things. to say is that they're <laughs> leave it alone, Mike. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Now you had your <laughs> you had your
2: your repartee, and I understand what Crofton is trying to communicate, which is
0: that One's one a belief. He thinks they're of
2: value, but he doesn't believe in it as uh, as a. Um, uh, the best, like, as a good way to proceed, of value Mike to a society. Mike wants it to be binary. So it's that being said, so I don't think. I don't I, even no, think No, that no, it's no, no. I just tried to settle this, and you guys both have to no, just. Set, so. All right. Do this in I, your
0: verdicts. I've done I, my rent Now I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with credentialism because that's the topic of the straw. Order, I say.
2: All right, so um, Crofton just definitely won't go last because we want to get some, some verbal – we're going to get some uh, oral differences. I can't say that right. We want different voices leading to the end. I'm doing this terribly. So, uh, Mike, you should go first, what? I think. Okay. I think you should go first.
1: <laughs> All right, I know what I'm going to say. Credentialism and and credentials, <laughs> Crofton. Put that in your goddamn pipe and smoke it. Uh <laughs>
0: Is. Now I have to give two separate verdicts. Okay. Well,
1: I'll lump them together because I see basically no difference. Uh, and uh, they are both bullshit. <laughs> Bull- you know, and bullshit being, I feel like, for me, is the accurate thing, which is to say, like, are there cases where it's useful to have a credential? Like, yeah, sure. I think we touched on a whole bunch of them. Are there cases where it's just a bunch of jumping through hoops and getting into a club? absolutely uh it it serves both those functions it serves to keep some people rich and some people poor uh and it serves also to be a good indicator that some people have uh, are good at their jobs that's 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 basically what i see there that it does both of those things but you know it's like taking the good with the bad so that gives that brings me to bullshit where it's like uh, you know, I'm glad my doctor went to medical school. Yes, I will admit it. He's not using a rusty sport, spork. Yeah, not not a fork or a spoon, a spork. Uh, just
2: any spork would be bad. It doesn't a, need spork- to be rusty. a
1: rusty spork to, take, to remove my spleen for some reason. I'm happy he went to medical school. Uh, do I care if a realtor who wants to take 5% of the value of my house um, w- took a realty course? I do not give a shit. That's a bunch of garbage. And there's probably way more credentials out there that are stupid bullshit credentials than there are the legit valid ones. And I wish what we could do is separate out all the garbage and have the credentials which are truly valuable be the ones that we apply to certain fields where we agree it's as opposed to everywhere and for everything and for a a stupid baseline that we all have to achieve just because employers say so because they're too lazy to go through two hundred resumes. You know? So for me this is definitely a bullshit topic and I'll leave it there.
0: I will I will go next and honestly this is one of those topics where Mike and I argue a bunch of time but at the same point pretty much agree on most of it. Um, However, that said, where I do not agree is in the difference between credentials and credentialism. And because he's done both topics, now I have to do both. So credentialism, which is the belief in or reliance on academic or other formal qualifications as the best measure of a person's intelligence or ability to do a particular job, I think is bad. So I'm going to say I, – I definitely do not think that judging people like by their credentials, like if I meet somebody on the street and being impressed that they have this degree or thinking less on them because they don't uh, or or anything like that, I think that's that's a bad way to be. I also don't think judging their intelligence by what – degree they have is 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 a good approach and if anything it creates toxicity and dialogue between people though i do understand the merit of credentials uh and if we were just talking about credentials themselves, what Mike said is very true that there are mixed. There's some good ones and there's some bad ones. However, I do think that as I mentioned a couple of times on this show, credentials raise the floor. They might not raise the ceiling necessarily, but they definitely raise the floor for what you're getting from, from someone. And I go back to like my surgery example or even the driver's license example. And, and the reality is credentials I think are a useful tool and I I uh, I just I just like there's a lot of bogus credentials for sure there are however I think they're more useful as a tool than the than they are you know sh- the shitty ones are shitty I think I, I like the idea that there's there's ones for you know medical practitioners there's there's certifications for even lawyers who is just, as much as I hate them so uh, I'm gonna say that credentials credentialism is bad credentials are good. Way, way to not take a stand. Stick that <laughs> in your pipe and smoke it, Mr. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, um,. I, this is
2: funny. I feel like Crofton just wanted to have two verdicts. Where I'm going to stick with one, but it's I, fine. I'm do you guys judging, not but...
0: understand what you did? Like, if by Mike doing both of them, I had to do both of them. I was going to do credentialism. I still think it's semantics, and so, it's so, not semantics. Hang on. All right, it's my verdict I read time. You the definition like well, voice. Look. Look. You, you to one way. And you broke one the of the tenets of the show. You looked up a definition of something which we don't. It's do, not a so
2: tenant. Need... It's not a tenant of the show. It's just Crofton gets cranky when it's I do.
1: It's so uh, stuff. unspoken
0: rule. Plus, you were giving me shit. About oh, it's not editorial. It clearly is. I just read you the. I the disagree. Definition. I think I, your old definition. Crofton, Who wrote that definition? Crofton. I understand what you're it. saying when
2: you say I'm. It's an editorializing. I just don't, I think editorializing is the wrong word. It's that a credential is a thing. Let me look it up. A cre- no, just listen to me. A yeah, cre- don't use your brain, Mike. It. It's my turn. A credential is a thing, right? And credentialism is a system of beliefs, and arguably those are two different things. And and your explanation of it made a lot of sense to me. So, that's why you rated them differently. So, I'm on board. I just think the word editorializing, it threw me off. Because I don't... I think that's what you meant. Is that one is a system of beliefs. The other is just a thing.
1: Well, now, I also Mike find- also
2: makes sense. Look, <laughs> this is my verdict time. And I'm explaining your verdicts to each other with my time. All right? So, <laughs> so Mike feels that both are inseparable, that the very fact that we use the credential means we have a belief in credentialism. You differ on these points. Understood. Both great points. Now to my verdict. (laughs) Okay. That was good, Bo. You did a good job. All right. My point is I feel like I'm the living, like, thing, the the dog that gets kicked in this situation because just as a personality, I am very – I love a lot of things. I give a lot of goods on this show. And one of the hardest things I have and Things that I feel so indecisive about And you know we all do to some extent doesn't make me special Is picking something to be in the world Like I don't feel like I'm a thing Like I'm doing podcasts right now I'm enjoying it so I just keep doing it I have no design to be like I'm going to be, I don't know, uh, who's that guy that does WTF? I'm not going to be Mark Maron. I'm like, I'm going to go to school and study to be a podcaster and be Mark Maron and and interview President Trump when he becomes president and be the best next pod. Like, I don't approach things that way. It makes finding my role in a community very hard. Because the truth is people want the hard credentials. They don't want your life story. And maybe that's good or maybe that's bad. Personally, I think it's shitty. So, selfishly, I'm actually saying credentialism is is bad
0: and I feel like I
2: really have to make the credentialism is bad argument to be to be to do myself justice because I also feel that way about school We did a long time ago an episode about the education system and I hate marks and basically credentials are adult marks. you don't get a grade sometimes you do but generally you get a piece of paper that confers a bunch of information quickly. And I just hate that kind of thing. So I'm going to say it's just bad. And I'm credentials just fall into the same boat. I feel like one begets the other. That being said, I'm a fan of efficient communication. So really, you can just never be happy. But I'm going to just leave it there. <laughs> and, <we'll, laughs> and just say the whole thing is bad. Hive mind—it's all where it's all going. Solves everything. Every problem we've ever brought up on the <laughs> show problem. is solved by the hive mind. I
1: just—it's like putting every out. problem into a big
2: pot that we all have to sit in together. <laughs> the so, show is basically the hive mind. Now that you, I think about. So
0: you, listeners, if you're out there and you want to, you like this is being a contentious one. Although we've all ended up more or less in the same spot. If you've been equally is, frustrated at Crofton's it, use it, of semantics, it, please let. If go. you're frustrated by Mike's content editorializing, you can. <laughs> Editorializing <laughs> on good matter bullshit. We should outline. <laughs> You're a, on the title. On the title, you should. Oh, from I now on. By the from way, what am, am shows, I calling this show? Googling credentials
1: and reading things off the internet, and we'll have no editorializing or opinions.
0: The the titles need to be clear. This is this one already had a slant on it. So anyway, is it? Creden- I went, am I, I calling this? Cr- directions?
2: Crofton? Am I calling this credentials and credentialism or just credentialism? When you
0: I, when should I just it. call it what what the stupid topic was. You just, okay. just call it credentials. Okay. It's the same fucking thing. Not the same. All right, thing. all right, all
2: right. Tell the listeners where they if they have an opinion. I was trying to,
0: but Mike kept cutting. Me I know. I'm helping it. you. I'm trying to be all a second right. voice in that direction, Mike. So begin. you can uh, yeah, you can tell us what you. Think who's right, why I'm right at uh, goodbadbull at gmail We want uh, we want to hear from you, and uh, not just on credentialism, on all the topics we've had uh, we've had guests uh, we've had guests on this show recently, uh, and we may again in the future and uh, we want to hear what you thought about that was it uh, was it weird was it great i think it was great but i'd like no. to say
2: my mom personally messaged scott johnson on twitter and said thank you for making both dreams come true so i'm like that was the cutest <laughs> thing ever i was very happy she did it hey Thanks, scott Post johnson's mom. got some
1: credentials in the podcasting field
2: for sure he's, got, he, he's with he's into my podcast union or podcast uh, he's certified by podcasters america what? <laughs> that's such a weird... I gotta What
0: about podcasters of Canada? Actually, I'm the podcast
2: awards. Uh, his shows uh, some of some of his shows are considered legacy podcasts, which is Ooh, they've legacy. won awards so many times that they just they can't win awards anymore because they're so amazing. Damn, that's your credential, maybe.
0: Um. So yeah. Uh, aside from podcast credentials you can uh, follow us on twitter at good bad bull find out when a new episode uh, drops we're also on facebook bo puts up these these super nice images with the episode title and these great write-ups you should check them out facebook.com uh good bad bull as well as so we did twitter we've done facebook we've done oh our website goodbadbull.com that's the best place to go it's got everything on there and uh, you can uh, subscribe of course on on itunes and google play give us those sweet sweet five star reviews in the comments you can be like great show guys crofton is the best the bill murray of the show peter bangman it's too bad he googled
1: everything live on air because he can't think <laughs> of things for himself
0: Credentialism is awesome. It's too bad that it's Wait. a horrible name for a topic and that Mike came up with it and put it in the random topic generator to fuck with Croft. Yeah, you're yet the definition. Wow. You okay. Hang on. Hang on. Before you before you turn them back to warring with each
2: other, which we'll get to has
1: the internet developed you, throttling yet? Mike, are you, you not listening someone? This?
2: Respect my authority. <laughs> Um, yeah, we what? need to thank our patrons, dude. We got some new patrons this week.
0: That's right. And we do need to thank our patrons. Thanks so much, patrons. Uh, if you go to patreoncom goodbadbull, you'll see the the dozens of potential people. Uh, that will be uh, our patrons on, on uh, which means they provide a very little sum of money for the pleasure we give them uh, week in, week out. I mean, the show will always be free, but we really appreciate any support that's thrown yeah, right. our way. So, thank you, you guys, for we all the.
2: We remember we thank our new patrons. So, our guest from our last show, Scott Johnson, decided to become a patron.
0: Oh, we name the patrons. We do we've no, done no, it we never did that before we've I done think. it every it's single broad.
2: time we've done that's the one of the one dollar
0: appreciated equally the one dollar
2: reward privacy? the one dollar reward is we thank you I'll on the them. show <laughs> that is the, they've at least paid for that privilege okay well uh, one so, of them was
0: past guest scott johnson and yeah. the next one's future guest ryan murphy so what do yeah. you yeah so guys. thank
2: you scott thank you ryan and you know those guys are pretty. I'm surprised they decided to support the show. You figure people in podcasting wouldn't do it, and they've decided to support the show. So you should Maybe your. They saw team. my
1: degree from Trump University in podcasting, <laughs> and it was like, "This guy's got the credentials I'm looking
2: for for." For good, Mike project. just really wants to get back into it. I'm angry, Kraft man. So, well, or maybe, I or everything. maybe
0: Scott is a, his <laughs> legacy shows are no longer able to be nominated, and he's like, God damn it, I need to get nominated again and win some more awards. Oh, I know. I'll just throw money at these guys, and they'll win, and it'll be like I won by proxy. He'll
1: be like the Weinsteins. Yeah, he's <laughs> the
0: Harvey Weinstein of podcasting.
1: <laughs> and we're like, What's the Weinstein's shittiest are, are, sh- movie they ever made?
0: That's us. A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe. That's, that that's, that's a good movie. movie. I don't one know. It's just picture. one of those Oscar bait movies that drives me nuts. Uh, um, all right. Well, thank you,
2: patrons, very much. And now we're going to continue on with the
0: outro. That, oh, yeah. That's right. So that was very painful, going. but we got through uh, it. So, so uh, Egon, <laughs> where can people follow you?
1: They can follow my um, uh, tweets at
0: ML Hodgins. And, uh, and are, do you need any sort of certification to issue those tweets? No, but you know, there probably should be a license for it. It'd probably help us all. There probably should be. Kanye wouldn't get one. Bo, I mean, uh, Race Dance, where can people reach you? Uh, I'm not on social media because, as you know,
2: there are secret government societies watching things. However, I do have a site where I monitor the ectoplasm levels of various metropolises throughout the United States and Canada at ectoplasm.gov. And uh, if you go there, you'll you'll see. I do occasionally update under the anonymous handle of uh, Ghost Shooter <laughs> on that site. I was going so well too. Don't don't tell a lot of people about that. That's my handle. So yeah, there you go.
0: You can follow me at Croft and Steers on Twitter, uh, and that's probably your best option of those three. Yeah, they're probably the best. They're the best tweets. Yeah. The best. And if you Children missed last week's episode,
2: him. watch, listen to it. We had Scott Johnson on. It was the best thing ever.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of other certifications that are like... Bo, when he brought up like the driver's license, but there's other... You CPR. Can, no, but you, CPR. Course, yeah, you can sure. certify things, you know, like hundred percent this is a hundred percent like a
2: car best in best in show at the like the or best um, whatever the standards they have for making sure cars are constructed properly no,
1: i heard a story about a secondhand story a friend of my or a relative of my father-in-law was telling me he was he had brought some kind of product in from the united states and it was like and he was trying to kind of sell it in canada and he was like how do i get this thing approved like uh certified basically for safety standards and he talked to some person in some kind of government office and they were just like give us twenty thousand dollars is basically what the message was and my father-in-law was aghast that this was how some things are done Oh, but it is yeah.
0: how
2: some things
1: are done, like and it's a bunch of bullshit.
0: FDA approved. There's registering, and then there's sort like sort of for. it was, it was a safety. Something...
2: It
1: was a safety thing. It was like a oh. for um, a standard safety that the thing wouldn't break. And they basically were just like, "Give us money, and we'll approve it."
0: They had I'm, to test it, probably, right? That's the, what the money went <laughs> to. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it went to. He's trying to make our gut go- Canadian government sound corrupt, but that is not how it works. Um, in terms of in terms of other certifications. So, like, I used the example we did organics recently on the show. But you could have, like, this. This, you know, Apple is one hundred percent certified organic, right? That'd be a certification. It's got good credentials, that Apple. I know better than Bose. Am I right? Uh-oh.